yeah so first little podcast episode here here we go here let's we start go. it off let's just get right in i know you have a, a little bit of a time commitment later so let's uh yeah, no start it off by talking about nfl kind of pretenders contenders i don't know i didn't watch a ton of the games on the weekend so right. tell me like what, what are you thinking right now <laughs> yeah so the chiefs and bucks both won and they were both like good games yeah. um bucks beat the cowboys first night of season chiefs beat the browns so they, they both look filthy like the buccaneers yeah. the thing i can't get over is that they had all 22 of their starters from last year return it's like yeah. i don't you never see that in sport, no. like, and especially with a team that big and right. it's like 22 good starters like they got a lot of names yeah um, i mean that team was stacked last year it's literally ridiculous like if, if you think about it, if all those players are in their prime like it, yeah true ridiculous like if antonio brown and gronk were in their prime or oh like gosh, yeah. sort of like the arguably third and fourth options on this team. yeah i picked so, up ab and fantasy just in case he has like because Brady loves him he does he loves him and this is the thing Gronk too like last year Gronk wasn't he wasn't like that good it's not the Gronk that you're used to with the Pats like yeah he needed to find himself again yeah but then it's like he had two touchdowns this week so 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 who knows it could just be like he had a good game and he won't be crazy but it's like if Gronk I mean he's gonna be a red zone target for sure like if Gronk is Gronk plus they have Mike Evans Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown plus Fournette like I don't know they're they're plus like a a sick defense yeah (laughs) that's the thing it's like it's not just the offense with them yeah no they have Shaq Barrett who's one of the best pass rushers in the NFL Devin White who's a stud is like a linebacker their secondary salt like it's crazy. You saw, like, we saw what they did in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, they, like, all playoffs. They that, shut people down. Like, that, they, the defense won them that championship in the playoffs. Like, they came to play. Yeah. And l- l- no one has ever shut down the Chiefs like that front seven yeah. did. It's like the yeah. pressure was just too much. And it was, it was crazy. So, it lost that game. They had a muffed punt where their punter dropped a snap at the end. Mm-hmm. And I w- they were up at that point. And then the Chiefs took it and scored a touchdown off of it because they were way. Browns were way backed up Um, and they had it was like an 80 yard touchdown they gave up to Tyreek Hill whereas literally just like it was one of those classic plays where Mahomes out of the pocket Tyreek is like way downfield not open but Mahomes (laughs) just throws a bomb and the defender just played it horribly so like it was behind Tyreek he stopped and the defender just kept running and didn't look for the ball Mm. so it's like because they scored a touchdown so they're just a couple like little adjustments if they made those two plays like the punt and that defensive play on that touchdown if they play it a little differently like that game could go a different direction and yeah i feel like that's something that will get better yeah. like it like it's it's week one exactly right it's, and they're they're up against the chiefs like that's a tough start so yeah. i feel like if they but the thing with the browns is always like not always because they i mean they're terrible but like since they've been like kind of good I feel like they play, they're one of those teams that like plays really well against someone like the Chiefs and then will go play like, uh, I don't even know, like the Jets or something. Yeah, like, like and they play just to like their competition. stink for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. So that'll be interesting. I, that'll be interesting to see how Baker yeah. does too. Cause he actually has good stats. If you like, if you actually like look at the stats, I've seen a couple things on like Twitter. It's just like good and it's not like surprisingly good. Yeah. I, I honestly, I like Baker. I think some people, he, he was sort of weird where his first year he came on and it was right after they went 0-16. Yeah. And his first, like, 
he came in against this on like a Monday night or a Thursday night or something like their quarterback got hurt. He comes into the game halfway through and they win. And it was their first win in like, I don't know, yeah. it was like two years at that point or something. And so was that, that the one with, was that they like, was that the, they kicked it right at the end of regulation? It, it might've been. I remember, I just remember it was like this crazy electric game against the Jets and yeah. it, was, it was close. So I can't mm-hmm. remember exactly what happened. But then it's, you, you would have thought they won the Super Bowl. Like, it was just yeah. like a week three regular season game. Oh, yeah. They won, like, I was like five games that year, maybe. Maybe 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 six or something. So, it's like, mm. they still weren't good. But after you go 0-16 and 1-15 the year before, it was like they were the greatest thing ever. Oh, yeah. And so, I feel like people were hyped up on Baker after that. But then the next year, it's like they didn't really improve and he didn't look mm-hmm. good. But then last year he looked solid and Nick Chubb is filthy. Like he's yeah. one of the best, just like pure runners in the league. Their mm-hmm. old line is solid. They have Kareem Hunt as their. Yeah, they got second. a good backfield. Yeah. And then Odell's coming back this year. I don't really know what to make of that because he hasn't. It's going to be, I think with them, it's like, because they have Odell, they have Jarvis, like they have a lot of guys that it's like they're big names but they actually have to like just perform like they're gonna be they're gonna like they were on the sports illustrated cover when they all like signed or got traded or whatever and like they're they're gonna cause news and they're gonna get attention to cleveland but they just need to like focus on football because they're like they're good players but they just sometimes don't live up to like the hype that they cause themselves exactly so so um i'm i'm believing i think they have an opportunity they have a chance to be really good this year um we'll see last year what they lost in the divisional round so it's yeah you think they'll get back again back to the playoffs i i oh i think they should yeah definitely should i think that has to be an expectation now for them yeah with with the talent they have um yeah there's no reason not to they have they do have a tough division with the steelers and the uh, ravens but Honestly, I like. I think they have a really good shot at winning that division. If I had mm-hmm. to pick, I would probably say they win the yeah. division as of right now. I think the Steelers are trending the other way. I think the Browns are probably still trending upwards. Yeah. I think the Steelers are kind of yeah. waning off. Steelers did look good this past week. Yeah. Like Bills so, was that they were playing the Bills? Yeah, the Bills and yeah. the Bills were probably. I think a lot of people would say they're the second best team in the AFC mm-hmm. coming in this season. Because they yeah. like their offense was insane last year, especially yeah. Josh Allen was like oh my god figuring it out at the end. Too, yeah, he, yeah, he puts he put last year the jump he made was like crazy because he came into the league as this guy that has a ridiculous arm, mm-hmm. like can throw it eighty yards. It's just a rocket and looks effortless, but his yeah. accuracy was bad. And I, right. I I saw him on a podcast where he talked about he did like a ton of stuff with his mechanics, like mm-hmm. using different technology to really just try to like get that right and it yeah like all he was a completely different player where he still had that strength and the zip but all of a sudden like he was accurate and so yeah. what they did was crazy um but they looked horrible this past week <laughs> did that, yeah, yeah i didn't i didn't watch any of that but i think i saw like i forget someone tweeted just like what is going on with the bills bro the steelers shut them down like okay really so um i think it'd be an overreaction to just go crazy yeah. with that like you st- i still think the bills can be good it's week one right. but like the steelers they, they beat them um and it's sort of funny last year like they were undefeated until 
what, like week? Yeah, like quietly, very quietly undefeated. Like yeah. no one was talking about because it. Because I, I swear, so I, I, it got to a point where their schedule was just ridiculously easy. Like they were playing yeah, horrible right. teams and like yeah. barely winning a lot of these games. It was like the Pats a couple of years ago where the Pats were like yeah, where killing deep, like the Jets deep. and the Dolphins and like yeah. everyone was like, oh my gosh, this is like, and it's like, yeah playing horrible teams. I know. Yes. The defense was like the best defense of all time. Yeah. Those first, like, yeah, they were weeks. getting like the defense was putting up on average like 15 fantasy points. Yeah. Like, like they were they were crazy. scoring more points than like running backs. Yeah. Shut out shut out multiple teams. But then by the end of the season, like you forgot that happened because we started playing right. like good offenses that were just killing us. So yeah. Um I, it, the Steelers were the same way and then they got destroyed in the playoffs by the Browns last mm-hmm. year. Um, but you have like you have to still they're a good team. You have to respect they're still them. there, yeah. The the Ravens Ravens have a, a lot of tough injury situations, but um You think Lamar is legit? What do you think about Lamar? That's a good question. Uh it's tough. So I, I I don't believe that you can win a Super Bowl with a quarterback that yeah. is mainly a runner. Uh-huh. Um, and he's obvious like probably like probably the best running quarterback we've ever seen Mm -hmm. Um, definitely the best one since Vic but at the end of the day if you like look back to two years ago when they were like 14 and two I think they they were really like crazy um is that MVP that year yeah is that yeah yeah um I think right and so the the thing with them him was always like his record when losing at halftime was horrible well i i I shouldn't say horrible but i want to say it was like he was 0-3 or something so it's like Mm -hmm. he was rarely losing at halftime but then his record when winning is really good and so it always seemed like if if they get up on teams so they can just run it as much as they want yeah it's a really tough offense to stop but if you have a defense that prepares for it and forces him to pass Mm -hmm. then he's not that good like he can he can throw okay when the team is loading up to stop the run you throw in some play action he just has a couple throws here and there yeah and I got guys you. are open and he'll hit those throws but when he actually has to sit back and just be like a pocket passer mm-hmm. he's just not that good yeah he and can't so, like dice him up really exactly and so i feel like that's what we've seen the past couple of years like the titans came out that year in the playoffs mm-hmm. and they loaded up like athletic players on the defense just make sure that he couldn't run and they got out on him early and then it was like forced Lamar to pass and he didn't look good. And the, the team was just bad. And so the Titans yeah. won last year, the bills beat them in sort of a, it was like a bad weather playoff game, I think. So it was right. boring, but right. I, I just, I don't think he can throw well enough to really win. Mm-hmm. They can consistently be a good regular season team. Yeah. But in the end, I just struggled to believe that they have enough to win a championship. I think, I don't know if you remember, but I think that, that playoff game against the Bills didn't it come down to like they had the ball in the red zone and he needed to make a throw and he threw like a pick or something that like right like at the it, end of the game. I want to say it was a close game the whole yeah. Time. So it I think he had a chance to to do it, but I think it was like he dropped back and just like yeah drilled the Bills guy right in the chest yeah. <laughs> and it was just like what are you doing? Yeah, and I think yeah. people get too hyped up on him because he makes some really impressive throws. He had a throw. Yeah. Uh, this past Monday night against the Raiders, he had one that was I forget what point in the game, but like a dime, like deep downfield. Mm. So he hits them occasionally. It's not like yeah. he's 
he's not like Tim Tebow who really He's a highlight guy essentially. Yeah. Like he, he makes highlight real plays, yes. but it's you can't just rely on that. Yeah. In, in the long run, yeah. essentially. But I I like a lot of I like Lamar, like a lot of what I see from him in his interviews, like I like his sort of mm-hmm. attitude, his mindset. And so I, if he works at his throwing, like he might yeah. be able to get to a place where it could work. But from what I've seen so right far, right now, I know you don't think so. I, I don't I don't think so. Yeah. yeah, I would probably agree. What do you think about the Titans? Because we were just we just mentioned that, but like, because yeah. I think Vrabel's a really good coach. I, like, I think yeah, they have like, I mean, they have a lot of good weapons now too. Yeah, so so that's what I would have said coming into this year. In my mind, the Chiefs are obviously right there, but then I think the Bills, mm-hmm. Browns, and Titans. I would have said we're going to be really good. The Titans also got smacked this week and looked yeah. really bad. Um, but I think that could just be some time. Like, give Julio got traded right. there a yep. little later, right? And so he hasn't had a ton of time. But I mean, you if you look at that offense, like you have Derrick Henry, who just had mm-hmm. one of the ten best seasons ever by a running back, right? Like yep. rushed for over two thousand yards. You have, and he's just a monster. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, look at the guy. I don't know. Yeah. How, I wouldn't. You never want to tackle him. You can't. You can't make a NFL defender like look like a child. The way he and does. and oh. just like yeah, was no it, one does that. It was that that playoff game against the Ravens two years ago. You remember he had a like stiff arm on Earl Thomas. Yeah, that was like, it was just like viral. Oh, and Earl Thomas, oh. Earl Thomas is like a fantastic yeah. safety, like right. great player, and he just tossed him to like it's, it's crazy. Oh. And then you have AJ Brown, who is mm-hmm. base. He's literally just like DK Metcalf. Like yeah. the fact that they went to the same college is crazy. They're just like m- massive. Right, athlete. He's so fast. One of the best receivers in the league at like um, running after the catch. Like his mm-hmm. yards after catch numbers are right up there with anyone. Um, like he's just a monster. And then you have Julio, who for the last decade, most people would always say that he's top two receiver in the league. He's up, probably up there. Yeah, he's probably at, he's probably one of, if not the best receiver from that like 2010 to like 2020 yes, range. Right. Um, so it's like you have both of them plus Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill is just like a really, really solid quarterback. Yeah, he's like the opposite of Lamar almost. Like he's not going to do anything yes. fancy, but he's, he's just really like, like simple. No like, one wants to see his highlight videos, but yeah. his, like his completion percentage is fantastic. He's not mm-hmm. throwing a lot of picks. Like the definition of like plays his role, fantastic. Like fantastically. Right. Like this team isn't built around a star quarterback. Like say, uh, you know, a Bills or a, chiefs and they obviously have other weapons mm-hmm. but it's just he sits there with the weapons he has and he makes the plays he needs to so right. i would expect them to be really good their defense is somewhat of a question mark but i think mm-hmm. if, if that offense gels the way they could like they looked really good last year offensively yeah and then you add julio to that mix like yeah i think if if they make it work which they should that offense will be scary um yeah and i think that they're uh like like I said, I think Vrabel's a good coach, and like obviously he played with yeah, Belichick yeah. for a long time. So yeah. I think that if they get to, they just need to get to the playoffs, and then I think he's a guy that can like, I mean you saw like they beat the Pats and they beat you know, like, I think he can do little tricky things to just like get them the one win that they need. Yeah. When they like when they need it in yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, and he he seems to be a players coach. Like from what I've mm-hmm. like, it seems like players love. Yeah, playing for him too, 
which is yeah, like, which I, always I th- helps. Yeah. You, that's, you can't underestimate how valuable that is. Like I think, right. So I think they have a lot of, a lot of potential there. Um, mm-hmm. And then the last, I think the last thing I was kind of curious about, like you brought up the Cowboys earlier. What do you think yeah. about the East? Because the NFC East is essentially like, it's, it's kind of just all the worst teams. Right. You know, and, but I think like, I think the Eagles have a chance to be decent this year because I think they've got good like young pieces. I think that they have not like no pressure on them. But yeah. I think that if they can just like have fun and whatnot, they might surprise people. I'm not I'm not saying like ten, eleven win, maybe yeah, like yeah, nine yeah. win season right. or something. But like, I, I think that they could be. I think the NFC East could be better than people think. And obviously, like Dak's back now, so Cowboys might yeah. be in the mix. CD Lamb will probably be more because he was really good at the end of last season yeah. without Dak. So yeah, I don't know. What do you think about the East? Yeah, I mean. The past few years, they've just been horrible. It's like, terrible. So bad. It's terrible. Um, I don't believe in the Giants. I know some no. people are somewhat like they could be good. I just don't think so. Are they all two now? What? Are they or one and one? All in two. I know they lost on. Thursday. They lost this week. Yeah, I don't remember what happened first week. I can't remember, but um, I think they lost. Redskins are one and one, or football team yeah, is football one team. and one. Yeah, oh I think they're gosh. keeping that name, by the way, which is funny. You think so? I heard something that like they like it, and so they're sticking with it. Because I mean, look I at mean, like look at what the Indians did. They changed their like yeah. that. Now they're the Guardians. This team, yeah. they can't. But I know. On, I was but, I was saying it, it would be funny if like before they change it, they somehow go like w- miraculously win a Super Bowl. Know, so then, then when you're just going back like in 10 team. years, it's just like Washington football team. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be amazing. Don't yeah. think it's going to happen. Um, no. But like Washington low-key could be a, a solid team. Their quarterback situation is a little. Yeah. But like Taylor Heineke looked really good in the playoff game last year. You remember that when they almost beat the Bucks mm-hmm. in the wild yeah. card round? So it's. I don't know, and they had Fitzpatrick who got hurt, but I feel like right. I think they're probably still a couple of years away. Yeah, I don't know. And then I, I the Eagles is tough. I would have said that they were going to be bad this year. Like they just, mm-hmm. I don't know. They don't have any like veteran receivers that are good. They right. just drafted Devonte Smith, who could mm-hmm. be really good. People yeah. have doubts about his size, but I, and I don't know how good Hertz is at quarterback. Yeah. They they dominated the falcons on sunday yeah i think the thing for them is like you could see like they don't have a lot of veterans like you said but sometimes that can eat like if you just get a bunch of young guys like they might work well together because they're all like they're all right out of college they're all like doing the same stuff yeah so we'll see i don't know the east is gonna be a like yeah i i for one the cowboys were really bad last year but i think mm -hmm. they can be good with dak back and they their yeah. receiving group is really good. Like Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, mm-hmm. and Michael Gallup is good. He got yeah. hurt last week. I, I have to look. I don't know if it's something long-term because he came out of that game like halfway through. Yeah. But they're really good. People for, like I feel like people sleep on the fact that last year, before, before Dak got hurt, he was on yeah. pace to absolutely demolish that's a, the yards record. That's a big loss. Like, he was on pace for Especially to not have – like they don't they didn't have like – someone ready to go in case you like they oh yeah no they Dak were. is their franchise yeah. even more than zeke probably like yes 
they don't have a backup plan for him going down. So that was like as soon as he went down, the whole season is essentially yeah. a write off at that point. Yeah. And and the other thing too is Zeke, I question I kind of question how good he is. Hmm. Like he did not look good on Thursday against the Bucks. He hasn't mm-hmm. really been like phenomenal the past year or so. And I sort of they when he came into the league, their offensive line was unreal. Mm, and yeah. he, he came into the league like just like flying. Like that first right. year, I think I want to say he said he definitely set the Cowboys rookie yards record or for a running back, something like that. Yeah. Um, so he was really good early, but he just and he he doesn't look like he's in the greatest shape, but mm-hmm. he sort of, sort of always has been like that. Right. Yeah, he's always been a little chunkier. I just, I don't, I don't know how good he really is. Like, I, I don't know that I would say he's the top five back in the league. Um, yeah. But, but I mean, he could prove, he could prove us wrong. Yeah. I, like, he could, I mean, what do it, I know? It I all depends, right? Yeah. But I think, you never know. I think Dak's a really good quarterback. Their receiving group is good. So mm-hmm. I, I, I would have them winning the division right now. I sort yeah. of like their chances. They looked pretty solid against the Buccaneers. They made they made some plays to sort of shoot themselves in the foot, but like they, sort of the yeah. Buccaneers, like it was sort of that type of game. Mm-hmm. But they were right there to win it. They took the lead with a minute and a half left, and then Brady is just Brady. Yeah. The offense went down, and you know, but right. um, I think the Cowboys probably are my favorites in that division. Yeah. Which is not saying a lot. It's not. It is <laughs> it's not. It's not a it we're just saying that they're the best of the worst, essentially. Yeah, hundred percent. All so, right. We'll let's talk about let's talk a little bit about college football now. All right. I know I think we're probably both like like we we kind of pay attention when it gets big, I yeah. would say. Uh but yeah. something so they had this Right, so Ohio State played Oregon last week okay. and lost. Ohio State was three, Oregon was twelve, I think, at the time. Okay. And Oregon won. Yeah. Which essentially means now there's so it's week three now. That was week two. Yeah. Ohio State's season is pretty much over already. Because I mean, just because of like the format of things. Team teams can make it with one loss though. They can, but it's tough. I, I think it is, but if, if they go out and they dominate the rest of the season, like yeah. dominate, like yeah, there's a good. Ha- I mean, they can I guess it's it. not it's not over over, but it is. It's it not. Is it's, like, it's a long shot now. You lose. I would say. You lose the first game of the season, and it feels like yeah. All right, we're it's gonna be tough. And I do so. Obviously, it used to be like with the BCS, it was just top two play for the title. Now there's the whole playoff. But I I think it will end up going to like an eight team playoff yeah. just because the way that like the U.S. sports market is set up, attaching that title to like a game will just boost the ratings. At the end of the day, like that's what's going to drive the decision. Is if they can get more people, more eyes on a game, right? They're going to do it. So I think we are going to see eight teams. But for me personally. I, I kind of liked when it was just purely rankings and I mean it's it's college sports at the end of the day like and it might be different now that they have the whole like NIL and there's more money mm, attached sure. with it and stuff but it was kind of a cool like system for me of like okay you're fighting to be like one and two and like because the thing is 
even with the four teams, like it's still it doesn't change it that much. Like we still see like the four play the one, and it's like that game really shouldn't have even been played. You know, like it, it's just such a blowout, yeah. and you're still in a situation where like one loss can end your season. So I don't know. What do you, what yeah. do you think? It, it's tough because it's such a it's just such a weird. Sort yeah. of animal college football where you have mm-hmm. so many teams yeah and so it's like it's always so tough like right now with those four teams that make it like there's always so much debate over like whatever mm-hmm. that fifth team is yeah like you can always argue that they deserved it or sixth or whatever and so it's just it's hard when they play so many of these games that aren't against the same opponents right like, yeah true you look, you look at like bama or clemson it's like the majority of their games they're winning by like 40 or 50 or something against random teams mm-hmm. and there's like a handful of games that are against right you have like your opponents. lsu and your you and know. so it's just i i wish there was a way to do it where it's like the best teams are consistently playing each other yeah. um because it's sort of like the, the American sports where we like like playoffs, we like a bunch of teams make it and then a bunch of those sudden death games mm-hmm. versus, you know, other sports where they have like the Premier League and soccer has a right. table. But it's sort of college football doesn't really have either. It's yeah. this weird. You can't do a table for college football because it's not you can't play all the same. Right. Opponents. It's just not possible. And so because of that, I kind of think I do like I like there being the playoff. So mm-hmm. it's if you win the national championship, you know, you had to win a couple games against mm-hmm. the other teams that were ranked higher. Like you didn't, yeah. you didn't simply get there because you were voted by a bunch of people. Right. And so right. it's tough, but it is fair. Like it, there's normally a couple teams that are just dominant. Like Alabama has just been yeah. filthy or Clemson. Like Trevor yeah. Lawrence last week lost his first regular season game mm-hmm. ever. Like he never yeah. lost regular season game in high school or college at Clemson. Right. He was there a few years. Like, so their teams are just dominant. Um, so it's just sort of tough, but I personally, I don't know if I want to see eight playoff teams, yeah. but I like, I think I like the college football playoff they have now better than simply just top two ranked teams. Mm-hmm. I think it will go to eight eventually. I, yeah, I, I the other problem is with that is like, you to do that you either take away a regular season or you tack on another week like there at that point you have to kind of just keep stretching the season out and i don't think it's going to fit like at that point it'll be a, oh who's going to get the eighth spot and then the ninth place team will be like ucf or someone and they'll be like oh we should have been in it right, right. Like, i don't i don't know that they'll, they'll ever get rid of that unless they go away from just like the conference play because right. i think that's where it gets or like like I hated the idea of like the Super League in soccer. Yeah. But I almost think you need something like that for college football where it's like throw Bama and throw Clemson. Like Clemson being in the ACC is always so tough because like they really don't play anyone right now. Right. Like Florida yeah. State has had some good years, but not really since the playoff has come right. in. So like Clemson's playing you know, like Duke in the ACC championship and they're winning by 40 or whatever. It's right. like tough to evaluate that Yeah, against Bama playing in the stacked. SEC. Yeah, And now like Texas and Oklahoma are coming in the SEC. Right. So right. 
the Big 12 is going to be watered down even more. It's like I feel like they just need more of those games of like Ohio State and Oregon to kind of like weed out who the good teams are a little right. bit. Right. And that will also incentivize if a team like UCF wants to get in, they'll make it more clear like you need to play certain like strength of opponents mm-hmm. to get in. Yeah. Cuz I think now part of the problem is that a team like UCF can look at like like even like an Alabama schedule and be like, well, they only played three good teams and we only, we played like, I don't know who, who they even play, but like they, they right now can't look at like an Alabama schedule and be like, okay, yeah, they played eight good teams and won. So mm-hmm. they deserve it more than us because right. they're both not always playing good teams. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's tough, but it just, and like you said, with, like, I don't know how you really fix that because yeah. for them to blow up the conferences and switch it around like that would be like a massive deal. Yeah. And it's just sort of tough. But I agree yeah. with you. Like, I think it would make it better. And that's sort of like that LSU team that won. Was that two years ago? Three mm-hmm. years ago? Burrow, yeah. It yeah, would have been um, last year. 2019, maybe? Yeah, because th- this is his second year in the NFL. So it was yeah. that a few years ago. But – um that team part of what made it like so good was the fact i forget the numbers but the number of like top teams they beat like yeah. i want to say they beat like three top 10 ranked teams and a few like more multiple ranked teams like on top of that so it was like mm-hmm. for whatever reason the way it stacked up like they actually played good competition and they dominated and like were still phenomenal so right. you can look at that team and be like okay no they actually were that crazy good but so many of these other teams that will do it where it's like okay who do yeah. they play really but i will say like this is going to be kind of hypocritical based on what i just said but i do still like there's something cool about like getting a team like clemson because i think they beat that was lsu clemson that championship right yeah like it's it's i think it's cool when you get like an sec team and an acc team you know in the championship and it's like oh, these guys aren't going to play each other, but, like, let's see how they match up. Like, yeah. they're the two, you know, they've both been killing people. Let's see how they play against it. Like, there's something cool about that, too. Yeah. So, I don't there, know. There At is, the end of the day, it's, just... it's not going anywhere. Like, the yeah. conferences aren't going anywhere. Right. The playoffs probably going to get expanded. But I think it is interesting to, like, yeah, think about. Um, all right. We can move on to uh, the World Cup debate. Mm. And this, I think, will be interesting yeah. because we are we have very different kind of viewing levels, I would say, on World Cups. Yeah, because, I, like just in just on soccer in general. Yeah, I that's say. what I was because I, I normally watch a good amount of the big right. tournaments like that, like World Cup. This year mm. with the Euros, I really didn't watch much, but I normally would watch a good amount. But outside yeah. it. I, I'm very. That's where it changes. It's I'm, like I'm the you, definition of like you like kind of come in for the World Cup, whereas I'm already sitting in the room, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what so. I like. For you, like being someone that would like come to watch the big tournaments, what do you think about this whole like every two years there would be a World Cup? Do you would you like that or because for me, it's. And I think for a lot of people, it's like part of what makes the World Cup so special is that it's every four years. And like as a player, 
like obviously I'm not a player, but I think a lot of that like like losing at the World Cup means so much and winning at the World Cup means so much because it's every four years. So yeah. like this um I guess it's a podcast. It's basically just guys talking about stuff. Um they were saying like you can have a player like a player with a very short prime can go through their whole prime between a World Cup. Yeah. Like and I think that's kind of like cool that's something that's cool about it yeah. so i don't know what do you what do you think where are you coming from as someone who just yeah. who who comes in more for like the big tournaments honestly i think i like the way it's set up now mm-hmm. like there's something that's just special about it being every four years um and, and the other thing with it too is it's it's not like there's nothing there's no tournaments in between there. Like you have the Euros, right? Like, which is a big tournament in its own right. right. The women's world cup is always the year after the men's right. Yep. And so it's like, there's, there's always tournaments and stuff that don't overlap. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think just the way it is, is pretty cool and special right now. Um, And like, like the fact that a player can go through their prime pretty much in between world cups, like this kind of wild. And it's also like, I don't think you should, that should be like, a, oh, then make their more World Cup so you can see those players. Like, mm-hmm. that's part of the beauty of it. And, too, and then those players that have the longevity to play in multiple World, World Cups, yeah. you can appreciate it more. Like the Messis and Ronaldos and there's mm-hmm. a bunch of players, right, that have played in a solid handful of World Cups yes. where it's like. It's and I think there's something cool about like the team changing every yeah. World Cup because yeah. you can look and be like, okay, well, like side by side, like the, um, like the 2014 and 2018 like England team, and see like how much it's changed, like mm-hmm. because especially like country like England where they have like this big influx of youth talent, like that the 2018 team is so drastically different that like that's really cool yeah so yeah and and i think like i was wondering if you would say that because also like i feel like part of what pulls someone like you in is that it's every four years so when it comes around it's like this is a big deal whereas if it was every two years you might not necessarily tune in for as many games because you know there's just going to be another one in two years whereas if there's you know you miss the the 2018 world cup final like you have to wait four years to see another final. Yeah. And I, I think it's just, it's pretty cool. Like just the way professional soccer is set up is so different from anything we have mm-hmm. in, you know, all these American sports really yeah. because American sports is just sort of like, if you want to see basketball, like you're going to watch the NBA. Like, it's right. not like there's a bunch of countries that have talent that can compete, you right. know, like the, any other country could start a league if they wanted to, and it would not even be close to what the NBA yeah, is. Obviously, exactly. no one plays football like the NFL. And then even though America's not the only country with hockey or even baseball, it's still like we, mm-hmm. this is the league. You know, like the NHL right. and MLB, they are the leagues. Um, right. Whereas soccer, it's such a global game where it's mm-hmm. everywhere outside of America, right? Like soccer is yeah the sport or right up there as 
the sport. And so it, you have, that's yeah. why you have all the different leagues that are cool. Plus like the international comment, like it's just structured so differently, mm-hmm. but I think it just works really well how it is. It makes the world cup really special. Plus you have yeah. those yearly competitions where you get to see the clubs and, you know, champions league, you get to like, it, it just works really well the way it is. And I yeah. think it makes like the international country competitions, like, there's no other international competition that's big that happens consistently in any other right. sport, right? Like Olympics, right. it's spread out like yeah. every other, like FIBO, the basketball tournaments are always spread out. Like it's just sort of the way international sports work. And I think that's part of what makes it special. It, it's a bigger deal for if you get to play for your country, mm-hmm. like, you know, you, yeah. have, you have a new chance every four years. Like it's just, I think the way it's set up makes it a really special, amazing event that if you change it, it's, it would start to take away from it. Yeah. And I think if you have it every two years, there's also a much higher chance of someone not going by choice. Yeah. Whereas like you have, you have people now like that, you know, they might be slightly injured or something, but like they'll push through it for the world cup because it's the world cup. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they don't know if they're going to get, a chance to play again in four years or if they're going to get passed by in four years so like if you have it every two years you might get people being like "Eh, i'm not going to go this year i'll just i'll you know i'll get ready for the one in two years and then i think again it takes a little bit of like the specialness and just like the magic away from it like i was i'll go back and watch like you know it'll be like two world cups ago but that's already like almost eight years now yeah like that's a long time ago yeah at that point like yeah not like yeah i think we were going into freshman year so it's just like crazy to go back and watch and you're like oh man like it takes you back yeah a little bit as opposed to like two years ago it's kind of i mean right now two years ago would take you back because of everything that happened in the last two years but like but yeah otherwise typically and i think the way that it would have worked out if they do it every two years is that you essentially would have like world cup euros world cup a break year world cup euros like there would just be so much going on and for some people i think that's great but i don't know it would it would just be like a lot i think and would they and then you have to also like the women's world cup is pretty like a lot of people pay attention and watch that and like that's it's sort of funny how we america has a good women's national team like yeah would that then have to be every two years too true that, that's a good point then that messes things up too with how you're going to do yeah. the euros and stuff like that um yeah because it is nice now how like it it does make the women's world cup more watched i think yeah. having it in a year where there's not really much going on mm-hmm. um i think the next one will be 2023 yeah so and it's nice because you know you have so you have euro supposed to be 2020 then this year would have been like in like there would have been some smaller tournaments and stuff i think but mostly an off year then world cup next uh, winter i guess and then women's world cup like it's a nice yeah it's a nice progression i think yeah so i agree all right i think we've covered all we need to say about that one um last topic here for today is 
the MLB awards and specifically I think the most interesting one to talk about is the AL MVP because there are some people saying that if Vlad Jr. doesn't win it, he'll be getting robbed, stuff like that. Really? Um, I know, like, my idol, Manny Ramirez, said that. Like, he was like, if if they're trying to, like, rob him of an MVP. And I don't know. It's, it's like, I'm a big, I, I know we've talked about it before, but I'm a big proponent of, like, that MVP should be given to the most valuable player. And right. in that sense, like if the Blue Jays get in the playoffs with Vlad Jr. has like 46 home runs now, mm-hmm. like to me, that's like the best case. Like he probably should get it based on like the literal definition. Yeah. But like there's a guy doing something that has never, like no one's ever done it at the level that Shohei Otani's doing what he's doing right. right now so i i just don't see a world in which like you don't give it to him because it's like if you, if you don't give it to otani then like no one else deserves it ever <laughs> like yeah i don't know he, it's, he, like so it, it's this classic conversation that i know you and i have had so many yeah. times where it's like what really is the mvp like is it right. legitimate like most valuable player to their team or is it just like who's having the best season? Right. We've talked about like with the NBA. Like if we're just being real, like mm-hmm. LeBron would have, I don't know, 10 MVPs at this point if it was yeah. really just like most valuable. Like Russell Westbrook would not have won MVP, but it, because he had the coolest season, he averages a 30-point triple-double. Like you mm-hmm. give it to him. Um, and I, I was I just looked up numbers because I wasn't sure, but like, Guerrero is leading the AL in home yeah. runs, hits, batting average. He's and, on triple crown watch. And is third in RBI. Like, like he has a genuine chance at a triple as at a triple crown, which the, yeah. I think the last person to do that was Cabrera. Yeah. And I believe he won the MVP that year. So yeah. and before that it was like what? It was a while, time, I think. Right? Before yeah. that, yeah. Um it's I mean it's tough because either way, and this is why I would be a big proponent of like getting rid of and obviously like we've talked about it and we know it's not like it's just not going to happen but I would be a big proponent of like getting rid of the overall MVP award and giving more like specific ones because you have two guys who are both having historic seasons mm-hmm. so now you have to choose like which one is more like relevant or important yeah. or meaningful I guess I don't know. It's just see, it's tough. And like Guerrero is obviously like undoubtedly having a better season as a hitter than Otani is. Yeah. Right? Like I don't even what's Otani's average? Is he not like crazy, know. right? I'll pull it. I'll I'll figure it out right here. Yeah. What um, I'm looking at, he's not in the top twenty four. He's definitely he's definitely dropped off a little bit. He was at one point and and even after like after the all-star break i think he was at one point like the mlb home run leader yes which is and he's he's up there but he's um yeah he's only two behind he's hitting 256 right now so the average isn't the greatest he but like 44 home runs 94 rbi i mean he's he's leading the team in he's leading his team in home runs rbi stolen bases runs on base percentage, slugging percentage, 
on base plus slugging. Yeah. Wins, strikeouts, and innings pitched. Like, but then, but the problem is, like, it's, his team is 15 games out of their division. Yeah. So. And, and how legitimately good is he as a pitcher? Um, like, it, I mean, he, he's, he probably would have made the all-star game as a pit. He, he would have, if he wasn't both, I think he would have made it as either one. Just maybe not necessarily like he might not have been the starter, but that was you know like a once in a lifetime yeah. thing, he, probably. He's, so he's certainly not an MVP candidate as a or a Cy Young candidate, right? I don't know, honestly. I don't think I don't think he is really. I haven't really seen his name be thrown around, but I don't know if that's more just like there's a clear favorite, which I don't even I don't know. Like I guess Garrett Cole is the consensus pick for like AL Cy Young which I just don't I guess maybe just the pitching hasn't been but when I saw that I was like how can that be because he had like a terrible stretch when all the all the spider tech stuff came out so I just I don't know that baffles me but I mean he is second in ERA yeah he's he's having a good season wins um but I mean yeah I just I I can understand giving it to Otani because what he is doing is yeah so historic. But the same I think thing. a lot of writers will probably vote for him. I That's the so. thing. It's, Regardless of, I think, I th- it's it's gonna be tough because either way you have a big issue. Yes, I think like the, a big media issue. Like yeah. if Guerrero wins it, you're if, gonna be sitting there and being like, "Well, how?" Like Otani's literally doing everything he possibly can. Like he's doing more than anyone has ever done, yeah. just by doing both consistently. Yeah. But, but if Otani wins it, you say like, "Well, like Guerrero it's, it's is hard to have a better season than what Guerrero's doing." Guerrero is playing better. Yeah, is doing his job better. Than mm-hmm. what Otani is doing, like Guerrero has been yes. a better hitter than Otani as a hitter or Otani right. as a pitcher. So it's sort of, it's, it's like you're going for slightly less quality of play because there's like a higher quantity mm-hmm. of things that he's doing. Which right. is, I don't, and then if if Guerrero does end up winning the triple crown, like he's he's behind yeah. by eight RBIs right now. If he's Which some, for him is not a ton. Like he could make that up. Right. And so it's just if you have a guy win the triple crown mm-hmm. and doesn't win MVP, like Yeah. That would be there's a big issue there. Insane. Like you you yeah. probably will never find that in history. Right. Right. Like so it's just kind of tough for me to imagine. It's hard. And I mean a lot of people have said like Oh, just like it should just go by the war, but I don't get like how does that work for someone like Otani because he's literally won nine games as a pitcher. Yeah. So, Plus. how do you compare that? Like, how do you compare a war of someone who's doing both? Because it's wins above replacement. So, I mean, you could say like if he's not in there as a pitcher, like they don't win that game. Like, it's that's I feel like where it gets weird yeah it's just it's just so hard to compare them because yeah. they're doing different 
things like Otani doing because if Otani's not like pitching every every fifth day like he he might be having a better offensive season you know what I mean yeah but so that's at the end of the day that's always going to be a what if right. like you can't right. prove that and so it just yeah. I I think from the production I under like I understand why people like Manny Ramirez are saying like if if Guerrero yeah. doesn't win this MVP it's yeah it's tough because you could say either way I think yeah like that's that's where like that's where it becomes a tough thing because it's like he's not wrong by saying that Guerrero would be robbed if he didn't win it but I also think someone could say like oh if Otani doesn't win it he'd be getting robbed and I don't think they're wrong either yeah it's so. it's sort of like the uh the 2016 dunk contest you remember that with aaron gordon and zach levine yes where they probably was that the the wade one no no that was no, the year before that so that was zach okay. levine won it it was the first time gordon had done it and he did a few dunks that like he did the one where he like takes a seat above the mascot yeah and the mascot was on like like he was crazy but zach levine also did a windmill from the free throw line and a three a between the legs dunk from like a step inside the free throw line okay so it was literally like the two of them had the greatest like dunk contest performances ever, basically. It just happened yeah. to be the same time. But it's just sort of you look back on it and no matter which way you go, yeah. You can look at someone's someone, missing like, out. Yeah. Any other year that guy is winning. Right. Like if Otani did this last year, consensus MVP. Yeah. If he right. did does this next year, probably consensus MVP. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just it's tough. It's just tough that they're in the same league year. yeah or if yeah. one of them was in the next even yeah even same yeah true but yeah i don't know i don't know does, so this, does otani hit when he pitches yeah he does he does it which is also like he's had a couple tough starts where uh like he'll be he'll be pulled like early in the game which is tough because then he's just out so he has to get pulled out as so too. yeah which is so because I was I was thought about that because one of the games that he did have a tough start I was like oh so I think I think technically he could go to like right field like I think he could they could move him to a position they would just lose the DH at that point yeah um because when he's not pitching he's playing he's a DH right and outfield, I think. Oh, really? I don't know how much outfield he actually plays, just because I don't, I don't watch them. But like he does, um, that's okay. his like, as his like position, like player position. Okay. Like okay. when he's, when he's been unable to pitch for something, like he's had injuries where he can't pitch, but he can play the field. I think. Interesting. Which is which is strange, but like that's his outfield position yeah. it's it sounds weird to say like outfield position but like in soccer that's what it would be like you know a goal you have the goalkeeper and then the outfield players yeah, yeah. so that's kind of what i mean by that yeah but his non-pitcher position is outfield okay i don't know how much he actually plays, plays it, it interesting yeah all right yeah it'll be interesting to see i mean at the end of the day it's not our decision to make so it's true no but we can only comment the, on it the people making the decision probably won't care what we have to say to be honest nope. they won't they won't no. watch this and change but nope. you never know and who know and honestly that's a whole nother issue like i don't think because it's the writers association that votes on a lot of this stuff okay. and it's kind of the same thing for hockey but like i don't necessarily know that they're the best people to be voting i think it should be all like coaches and, and gms yeah. and stuff people that are actually 
there. playing against yeah. these people because no matter what like even if your job is to you know write about the new york mets you're still probably not watching every single san diego padres right. game and seeing like the impact people have so 100 i don't know it'll probably never get changed no but, uh yeah is uh Degrom gonna come back this year or is he done i don't i don't he might there's a chance but i honestly don't think it would be worth it for are, they, are they making the playoffs for, i don't think they are any, i don't think they're really in it anymore so i think they should probably just let him take the rest of the year off yeah. and uh when did he get back. hurt pretty early okay like i think like before the all-star break because okay. his era was insane right oh yeah it, there was a point where he had more rbis than earned runs that's crazy. given up yeah and that i mean that was really early but it lasted like longer than it should have yeah still like yeah i mean there yeah it was it as was a pitcher if you do that over doing. multiple starts that's kind of that's it was that's insane impressive. what he was yeah. it was like there was a point of time where it was like he's their most productive it was like he was basically like not like shohei but it was like he's winning games for the mets like by himself like they they'd win like two to one and he'd have two rbi yeah so it's that's wild it's a shame that he got hurt but you know he's also just someone that's so like satisfying to watch pitch like when they put together those reels of like his his outing mm-hmm. you could just sit there and like watch him it's just amazing to like watch him do what he does yeah has has he had injury problems Am I, um I think he has in the past. I don't think it's ever been like really, really bad, but it's it's been like, you know, like I think he has had extended time off before. Makes sense. Um, yeah, mm. and I think Syndergaard is is having issues too now, which kind of stinks for them. Yeah, because he was he was almost back, I think, and then got like re-injured. That's always. I know tough. you're a big big Mets fan, so huge Mets fan, maybe. <laughs> Ever since Jason Bay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Jason Bay. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all the uh all the topics we want to cover for right now. I know you gotta sure. not get another call in a little while. So hopefully we'll be we'll do this maybe again in uh I don't know, a couple weeks, week or two maybe. That we'll we'll try to get Casey on one of these. Yeah, we'll we'll do our best. He's gotta he's gotta answer the text messages. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see we'll see what we can do. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, this was fun. Look forward to the next one. Me too.